quick episode. We're going to do a quick episode tonight, but I was an actor today in my high school's play. Now you might say to yourself, oh, Rob, you went, you had a dream where you went back to high school? No, I had my light on. It was too bright. It was distracting me. Uh, star. It, I, the high school I work at. Like a diamond. The high school I work at. So I was in a play. You're in the play with the other high schoolers. No. And again, I am 43 years old. So when you say other high schoolers, that's not me. Okay. I, I got two lines. It's a Shakespearean play. I'm in a Shakespearean play guys. And I've got, I I had a performance tonight. I've got one tomorrow night. Wow. To be or not to be. uh, (laughs) That is the question. To thy marriage. <laughs> okay, so you guys uh, are actually showing me that you're not as good of an actor as I am because, <laughs> although I will say, I went to a my my I went to a rehearsal and I had two lines and I did them and the director goes, okay, we're gonna cut that last line. So now I have Oof. a total of one line. Oh no! All right, I come 50%. out, I say this line, I I have to wrestle a kid, pick him up, spin him around. He knocks me out, and then a student, much, and this turns out, this is the biggest laugh that I get, is the student has to drag me off stage. For some reason, that gets a laugh every time. You would need like 12 high school students <laughs> to drag you off stage. You're a fucking world-class power lifter. Yeah, at your school, whatever I think it about might, these kids. I think it might be because while he is pulling me off, I am pushing very hard with my feet. <laughs> my feet are, are scrambling like a cartoon mouse. <laughs> And that gets a huge laugh. But the point is, tonight I came out, I yelled my line, blew out my voice. Got to project. My voice is rough today. And I have my tea. I'm drinking tea, Aaron. Okay? Ooh, I know you were talking about your low tea earlier. I don't... Is this... Were you oh. out of tea? Is that what you're talking about? Okay. We should all get ours tested. Be not afraid of greatness. Some are born great. Some achieve greatness. And others just overspeak their lines. Oh. No, not... Excuse, I was... Emoting. Come on. God, my kid just came home and I thought it was my wife. I freaked out. We know (laughs) what we are, but not that we are terrible actors. So, Russell, that's beautiful. Wow. So, after the scene, I get get dragged off stage. I get up. Everybody gives me a high five. I then walk out the back door, grab my bag, and I go home. You leaved. Yeah. You you didn't even stay for the end for like the bow? No. The scene is two minutes into the play. I'm in the play for a total of two minutes, never to be seen again. Love it. Aren't you supposed to like hang out and smoke cigarettes afterwards with all the other high schoolers? Isn't that what all the no. thespians do? When you're do? a teacher, you go to the bar after school, but before the play. Yeah. So then tonight I was in there in full Johnny Depp mode. Okay. That's great. I, man, I've, I don't know. I, I occasionally don't have a drink at night now. It's still oh, occasional. Okay. And, <laughs> And if I don't and my wife does, I know that I can smell booze. And so I'm like, oh boy, like I must smell like booze all the time. Like if I go have a drink before like T-ball mm-hmm. practice or something, I can't do that oh, yeah. anymore. That's not a good yeah. idea. Well, that's, that's what I call ghost breath. It smells like booze. <laughs> booze. All right, Russell, let's hear, let's hear your best lines. Let's- this above all to this podcast, self be true. <laughs> I always say, you know what I say when I'm done at the urinal? I always go, oh, is this a, the Globe Theater? Because I'm over here shaking the spear. Oh. That's the transition point, and we're going into the show. Three, two. 
2020, four friends decided to listen to every one of the greatest 500 albums as decided by Rolling Stone magazine. This resulted in a text chain that celebrated the music, excoriated the order, and led us to making this podcast. We are far from experts. We promise to do almost no research. All opinions are our own, unless you disagree. Please sit back and enjoy. Beck did it better. And I just realized that I didn't start my recording on Rob's Rob's right. right. Rob's Rob's right. right. Rob's, Rob's right. right. Rob's, Rob's right. right. Okay. That's a normal thing that happens on the show where I just say that and repeat it over and over. Nothing weird. We are all the way up to album 179. Kind of. Kind of, by the way. Just kind of. Uh, and from 1967, we have an album from the band Love. Go ahead and guess which album of theirs. Oh, did you say Forever Wait. Changes? You should be hosting this podcast. You know more than I did. Oh, my God. Okay, so let's, guys, no messing around today. Okay, Russell already. So let's turn on the radio and get right into it. And I'm just going to say, have you ever tried to do karaoke to a song that you didn't know any part of ever? You've never heard it before in your life? No? Okay. Here we go. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome true. to K-Rob. K-R-O-B. You know, as we go through this list and uh, Big Papa Rob has to write some songs, it turns out there's some albums where he doesn't know any songs and he actually has to listen uh, to the music as he goes and it makes it rough. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Parody songs are right, but I regret I have a lot of other things that I could do with my time. I haven't made a new sound drop in a year or two. My voice. <laughs> and I only have to do this for seven more years. Oh my god. Oh yeah. You know, sometimes Rob just doesn't know what the song is and has trouble singing it and maybe doesn't get the melody and has to listen to four notes at a time but uh, (laughs) he has to do it because why? That's 320 more songs to sing I have to make them all funny and then I have to think about what I have done this was never Nah, everyone, everyone John loves John it. Guys, I figured out the perfect parody song for me. It's where I make a song about how I can't sing, and then I don't have to try very hard. And then at the end, I say, I haven't got any compliments. <laughs> Man, have we listened to a lot of uh, producers where they put those vocals for a little further back with the voices struggling? It seemed like Rob's voice was a little little frontal. Front center. Frontal. Frontal. forward for that song. A little frontal. <laughs> to be or not to be on this podcast? That is the question. Ooh, I like that. There's no question Let's, there. We should no ponder question. that one. Uh, well, listen, I've got four guys here. Okay, this is back to it better. We're talking about love. Okay, mm. just talking about love. love. Just talking about love. Never That's an album I wish I was listening to. Different one? Listen, Talk I got four guys you, here who can't. You, you usually, but occasionally. I want to talk about me. I want to talk about me. <laughs> I've got four guys That's here. That's Rob's I want to song. talk about you. I want to talk about we. I want to talk about you and I. Everything goes well, right. I t- 
We'll put a boot in your ass. That's the American <laughs> way. Yeah, that one as well. It comes right up next in the line. These colors don't run, but they're the same colors as France. Apropos for today, I guess we're trying to win an election. We're going to go bomb some people. Oops. Sorry. Oh, take it out. Aaron. Oh, sorry. What are you Aaron. doing, Aaron? What the Aaron. Fuck? <laughs> Joe Biden's like, I saw Obama and all of his drones. What if those drones had pilots? Mm. That would be, that would rule. <laughs> we're back to the beginning. Ah, can we're some aviators. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Listen, Henry Kissinger gave me one last wish before his death. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have to fulfill we, it. I we, said I would. All the way off the rails. All right. I've got four uh, guys here who can't wait to tell me the first time they heard this album. <laughs> For me, it might have been about yesterday. Years ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got Matt in Minneapolis. Matt, how are you doing today? Uh, good, Rob. You know, I usually come up with some sort of lyrics, but I know nothing. So I'm just going to say I, I feel really phony when my name is Phil. Or was that Bill? I couldn't tell. I was, yeah, that was the hard one to, de- to decipher. Yeah. And I've got uh, uh, Russell in uh, Minneapolis who uh, is a trained actor and he's proven that to us tonight. Rob, I still have my Vegas hotel room shackles. You can come and look Oof. if you oh. want to. <laughs> Are we going to get into that? <laughs> you wouldn't think they would hold on to a hotel bed oh. like they did, did you? <laughs> I mean, that was impressive. The first. Photo I have of Russell is at 5.38 p.m. on Sunday. So they definitely <laughs> held until they held until 5.38 p.m. Uh, and I've got Aaron out in California. Now, Aaron's nickname at work. And guys, if you think this isn't a timely joke, just wait. Set your watches to this joke, my friends. They call Aaron at work. They call him the 737 because he's got a few screws loose. <laughs> and he <laughs> the guy off. No. What the fuck? No, you don't think that. That's not right. (laughs) Rob, the snot has caked on my jeans. That's so gross. It's turned into crystal. Oh, I guess I'll go grab my pistol. Let's talk about love forever changes. This is actually, I really. There's Aaron and his Second Amendment bullshit again. This is like the most 1967 album of all 1967s. I'm really excited. This is the 1967-est we've ever talked about, except for Sgt. Peppers. This Aaron, is our- can we not go one week without you talking about what the founders intended with the Second <laughs> Amendment? Not one week? It's, you know what? I, it's, you, you guys, everybody has an axe to grind. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, these so- soldiers are staying in my quarters. What can I do? <laughs> if somebody... <laughs> yeah. Who left their musket out in the hallway again? <laughs> I, Aaron has that shirt that has a big red circle through 19th Amendment. I'm like, that's, we're not there yet. Dude. That's, <laughs> oh, no, you can't be the first one to be on that train. Can't There's be no way I'd be the first. There's got to be, that's, that's out there. Here's a question. There. We're going to play a game quick. Name that, name that amendment. Like, name that tune. Okay. How many amendments okay. could you name? If I started at one, like, Aaron, oh, you okay. can, I'm going to let I'm you guys out. bid on how many you can get. And whoever In bids order? the highest, we'll see if they can do it. No. Okay. How many can you get? We'll go. We'll let you bid at the winner bid. The winning bid has to try. I can name this Bill of Rights. Is this the Bill of Rights, right? <laughs> That's only the first 10, right? Yeah. I can name I can this name Bill two. of Rights in four amendments. Ooh, four. Mm, I can only name three amendments. Matt, yeah, I was how many? Say two or th- I would go two. Okay. Maybe I, well, no, can now, I I can do, now I can do now I can do four because Rob clued us in on the 19th. So, but you, so, you go first, Rob. Rob, Rob let's, you go first. First let's amendment. Hear what you got. Yep. A. Freedom of speech, okay? You can hey. yell fire in a theater. There's a movie theater in this fire. Aaron you can you really yell fire just took my joke. What? 
that's the only joke to make. Okay. Or like presidents can say whatever they want, like they're immune or whatever. Yeah. Okay. And actually, if the if the election was stolen from them, they could probably get and, back. You know, probably the real president. Cor- corporations are people or whatever the fuck. Second yeah. Amendment. Okay. The Let's one with the loophole about gun shows. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say, oh, I know. Hey, I'll take the fifth. Amendment, oh. son. I know the last name of that one. Boom. Okay. I cannot testify. That is part of it. Self-incrimination is part of it with grand jury, double jeopardy, due process, and the takings clause. I take the wow. fifth amendment if I was jacking off in that theater where I yelled fire. <laughs> <laughs> I yelled fire and I was jacking off in that theater. No, wait, I didn't say that. Fuck. No, can I take the... You got three. Can you name a fourth, Retroactively take the fifth. Name that tune. Name that amendment. The the 14th Amendment. That's an easy one. You should be able to get that one. 14th. Is that the one about the president going cuckoo? That's about, uh, yeah. If you... If you're old, if you're old, you must uh, be president. Oh, God. Okay. 19th is the women voting one. Okay, my favorite, Aaron. Don't do that. Wait, Rob, do you've that. got your fourth amendment. Can you keep going or not? Okay. How many can you get? I think the th- I'm pretty sure the third amendment is the soldiers quartered, isn't it? We've That's got quartered eighth. soldiers for the third. We've got quartered oh, soldiers. Oh, wow. Okay. I've just started. Yeah, Rob, that bell. here we keep going. Okay. Hmm. You guys should be able to get the fourth amendment. Don't covet your neighbors. Matt, wife? M- Matt, um, if you were to maybe take something you shouldn't on a plane, there might be a, a, an amendment to protect you. You know anything about Uh-oh. that or not? You have the right to shit in public? <laughs> right for your dog to shit in public? Te- correct. Technically, mm-hmm. it goes by search and seizure. Search, search and seizure. seizure. Yep. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's a Fifth Amendment response. Okay. I know the 21st. Right, Aaron, let's hear the 21st. What do you Re- got? Repeal of prohibition. Damn, Aaron. Wow. Yeah. Which one? So what What, what was the, that's ninth, easy, was the there's 19th? A, there's the a right brewery named after that one, so that's easy. Yeah, 19th. I thought that was, the, what was the, what's the 14th Amendment? 14th is the, if you incite a insurrection, 14, you can run for I will office. take as answers citizenship rights. Equal protection, which is the biggest oh, part of the 14th Amendment. Civil war debt, of course, a big thing that we discuss very often. Civil war debt and yep. apportionment. Apportionment. When I, oh. I, I, wow, that sounds like me <laughs> trying to eat some cake. I mean, just a, you know, when I don't want to eat my whole, excuse me, I'm going to retake that. Hey, Rob, edit this part out. When I don't want to eat my whole peppermint patty, I apport, what was the word, Russell? Rob, edit this out too. What was the word? Apportionment? Yes. I eat apportionment. Oh, that's that's good. That's really good. All right. Yeah, that's very now, nice. there are two that might be important just in case we ever have a problem with copyright. It's the sixth, a right to a speedy trial by jury. Oh, no. <laughs> in the seventh amendment, we are also entitled to a jury trial in civil lawsuits. Can you imagine if there's a jury of our peers and it's just like, do you have a podcast? Yes. I want... <laughs> Are you going to answer like penis? Do you like penis jokes? Yes. Oh, we're good. Okay. Well, it's in every white podcast host. No, it's great. You you would know because as soon as you said, do you have a podcast? They would get so excited because nobody has ever said that. (laughs) My nutritionist said, hey, what's the name of your podcast? I might want to listen. I was like, no. I was like, no, you don't. I was like, well, you should check out the Jimmy Cliff episode because I go hard. Okay. (laughs) Nobody tells me what to do. My nutritionist (laughs) is going to hear my leather mask bit. 
If you guys want to hear something extremely, extremely hilarious, I think, relatively speaking to our... Yeah. Is it about what happened in Mexico? Yeah. Nope. I have no, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> we, uh, a couple listeners of the show, I think we've talked about maybe one other time, there's a podcast called Corporate Confesh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Confessions. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're up yeah. to 30,000 listens an episode. Oh, and they're on episode seven. Don't say 30, that. 30,000. They've got a... They've got a sponsor. They've got everything. Wow. Dang. Mm. I mean, do we have Rob? Good for them. <laughs> I think Total? we've been at like 320 an episode for two years now. Yep. Ooh, I would love 320, honestly. 320? We're at 300? That's thank, a lot. Thank you, Galaxy wow. Phones, for accidentally downloading a ton of our podcast. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of our listeners, the Eighth Amendment, cruel and unusual punishment. Oh, shucks. Wow. Should have known that one. Wow. The ninth, non-enumerated rights retained by people. What? What is that? What is that? No, we no, we're not asking. Keep going. Here's Keep the going. T- the tenth comes up a lot. Aaron's often bringing this one up. Rights reserved to the states or to the people. That's oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. States' rights. I'm about he loves that. that one. The eleventh might come up if Rob is unhappy with the Minnesota state flag. It suits against states. Suits against states. My favorite Netflix suits. show. <laughs> The twelfth, when Rob season. made his when Rob made his uh, trip to uh, the white, they the capital on January sixth. We've got election of a president and a vice president. Wow! That wait, which one is that? That's twelfth. It says. How did they? How is that twelfth? That feels like it should be first, right? Like, how is that twelfth? I don't know. We're not going to make jokes about like the next four or five. Okay. <laughs> um, the sixteenth amendment. Something this podcast doesn't have to worry about. That would be income tax. Nice. Not a problem here. Never. No concerns. <laughs> okay. Um, now, are okay, Russell, more? are you waiting so long because you want me to say something about a cum tax? Okay. <laughs> I think you might have been talking about poll taxes. That would be the 24th Amendment, the abolition of poll taxes. The poll taxes. Hey, I got a poll tax. How about coming over here and doing some income tax? Clean episode from now on. The last one, we'll get to the 27th Amendment. It's a very important one for us. It also doesn't apply to us because we don't get compensated. It's congressional compensation. Wow. That's the most recent amendment is congressional compensation. It hasn't been amended since then. According to constitutioncenter.org, it is. Wow. 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 And that's on the internet. And you can't put anything on the internet that's not true. If you guys could make a 28th Amendment, what would you add? Free hard daddy shirts for all How about the freedom to be you? Mm, The freedom freedom to be you? No, no, no discrimination based on who you I, are. You know what? Honestly, guy thongs. I listen. Guy, I know I can go. Does that, does that mean guy? Does that mean there'll be some guy whale tails then? Yeah. No, me. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I would wear a thong in a second if I could. Rob. But, and listen, I twenty eighth. My my twenty eighth amendment allows you to do that. You can be you. You can yes. wear a thong. No, but I want them to make it like a, like a a cotton thong, guys. You know how hot my butt gets just all the time. My butt's hot all the time. If I could air that thing out. Uh, I don't know. Speaking of hot butts, is it, does McDonald's have 24-hour breakfast everywhere now? Is that like a thing or not yet? I think I think I think it is, but it's like a limited. Mm, see, that would be my because I because back in the day, if the yeah. I think we talked about this, if the uptown McDonald's across from the theater had late night breakfast, that really would have yep. been what you needed for those midnight movies at the Uptown. That's me. Is that just a hash brown. You're just getting hammered in a hash brown. Just like go go grab a McMuffin and head to the movies. When I'm eating the hash brown, I'm taking a bite out of one end. 
I'm taking a bite out of the other end and I'm throwing the middle away. Don't need it. <laughs> it's too mushy. Hey, give me the crispy ends. So do you do you do you take a bite of the crispy end and then take it out of the bag and turn it around? Yep. And then I throw the rest away. Don't need it. No, you don't. Yep. yep. Well, I would if I was living in Aaron's America. Oh. Okay. Plus, I wouldn't have to get this vaccine. All right. You guys know what my 28th oh, would be? Shit. So, what? It's got to be self-checkout lines. Old people, you're out. I'm sorry. 28th oh, Amendment, you're out on oh. self-checkout lines. That's insane. I'm, I'm, I'm going to discriminate based on age. It's what you get. I'm, I'm not going to not going to vote against that one, I guess. <laughs> Maybe I'll abstain. It's like <laughs> it's like condoms are under C. You know what I mean? Like you go to the C. Us <laughs> on the Beck line, 802-277-BECK. Hey, 802-277-2325. It's like whenever ever something comes up that's important, Aaron votes present. Yep, that's right. I'm voting present on the old people in the self-checkout. And the, I am when I go to self-checkout, I am so good. They want to hire me for the regular checkout. I am so efficient. <laughs> I'm putting everything in a bag. I'm pushing no bag. I'm doing my electronic payment. It's like when I'm at the airport. When I'm at the airport, I could go through security without even stop walking. I'm so, I'm just like, my belt, my wallet, everything's in my bag. I should get an award for that. And instead, you know what happens every time? The fucking self-checkout machine breaks and the woman has to come over and I have to explain, well, I'm buying this mega stuff and this box of double stuff because I want to see, okay, what exactly does mega mean compared to double? And I have to admit it. I have to be like, oh, oh is this your Cadbury egg? No, that's not my Cadbury What? I'm buying double stuff and mega stuff. You think I'm buying a Cadbury egg too? In February when those are over a year old? I know that. How do I know? I mean, I think. Oh, do they have those? Rob, you tried to explain to me in Vegas the difference between Mega and Double, and I haven't been able to look you in the eye since. <laughs> Listen, we need voicemail callers. Okay, I'm begging. Okay, I'm down on my knees. I'm begging. Okay, if I had a 28th Amendment, I would say more voicemail callers. They have to call the back line. Just say something like, what's your favorite food? What's your favorite amendment? No, you can't That's say that anymore. That's not interesting. What's what? your favorite food? How many times have we talked about our favorite foods? No one, please do not call the back line. Aaron, what's, Aaron, your favorite Aaron, what's the food you, you jamming need to look on at right the beer. You, you just repeated <laughs> yeah. what you've talked about for three uh, and a half years. I know, that's what I'm saying. No one needs to, what? Nobody but, needs but to know anymore about what I Aaron eat. Needs yeah, to ask. I'm, I'm not, you don't even have to say anything weird. Just just let me tell you why I bring up food so much. What's the mm -hmm. food you're jamming on right now? Like what's something right now. you're like? Uh, corn, tor corn tortillas. I really figured out my corn tortilla go. heating technique, and it's much. I really finally hey, like. Okay, what, what is it? I got. I got to know. This, What's guys? His food he's jamming on is corn tortillas. <laughs> yeah, because what's you, your, what's like, your heating method? It's very simple. I watched a good YouTube video about it by a guy named Internet Shaquille, oh. who's not Shaquille O'Neal, and it's very simple. You just you need to brush them with water, okay. and heat them in a nonstick skillet on both sides for thirty seconds to a minute and then okay. put them i mean if you got a nice i have a nice tortilla warmer so i put them in there or you can oh. wrap them in a towel let them yep. steam for mm -hmm. like five minutes and then they're good to go and then they don't yep. they don't break when you eat with them but you can't like you you just you have to take care you have to really reheat them you can't just like i always put them between two damp uh paper towels and then heat them up in the microwave that works, works yep works pretty well yep microwave yeah. works too Exactly. Hey, this is a new voice hey, uh, hey guys, this is a uh, Bob calling in from uh, Ridgefield, and I just want to know what's your favorite food. 
<laughs> That's a great this, call, Bob. This, Aaron, why don't you go Russ. first? <laughs> uh, I would say, Aaron, shut up for a second. I would say <laughs> Mega Stuff Oreos. <laughs> they don't quite have enough stuffing, but I do love them. And I'm not embarrassed to buy them. <laughs> Caught up on the last three episodes. Your fascination with penises and gambling gave me a great idea for an episode. Each of you take Viagra and measure your junk. Oh, God. Before you share the results, have the wives discuss what they expect the results to be based on what they know of each one of you. Place bets on length, girth, color, shape, etc. Oh, my God. Then, everyone cook a vegan meal together and have a fuck fest. It can be a whole episode. Is this from Mike? No, Mike usually calls. That's got to be Mike. That sounds like a Mike. Nope. Nope, that's not. That is from... Now, Russell and I... I told you up there, stop bexing the bex song. I told you, no more bex. Russell and I, we've discussed the Trick of Decathlon of Mania contest from undergrad many times. And one of the items in that contest was to acquire some Viagra. And we did... Yeah, and we were in the presence of Viagra, and no one, everyone was too scared to try. You it. Nobody cowards. was like, nobody wanted to have a boner for like forty eight hours. Can or I ask hour. you this? I thinking about Viagra. This is what I worry about: that it would get too hard. You know what I mean? That's when what it's like, yes, right. You That's touch what we were it, concerned like, about. Oh, that doesn't even feel good. Like, what yeah. happens then? That was our concern. We're like, yeah. we just walk around. Like, we were twenty one years old, living in a dorm like you can't just walk around with a boner any more than you already do like yep. it's not a good idea <laughs> you're about to find out <laughs> but now i mean i guess we're in our 40s now we there's, there's times in your life there's there's a few times in your life where people know like people who you didn't have sex with know that you just orgasmed like within the what? last hour what? Like there's just like a couple times like you're no. on a cruise you come you no. go up you come back down or like no. they just know <laughs> no right whatever they know. No. All right. No. I think that if somebody in college took Viagra and then like saw you later in the day, that would be one of those times. Cause you'd be like, well, that Viagra worked. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a, I don't know. What would you, I, nothing like taking some Viagra that's sitting around and playing NCAA football with your buddies for the, the next 48 problem. hours. Right. right? Yeah. yeah. That was the other issue. Like, okay. Well, yeah, I it's not like I've got, it's not like I've got a ready supply of someone to help me take care of this issue. Do you think that caller meant that we should have each other's wives talk about what our penises would look like? Like is Aaron's wife at gmail.com going to guess what my penis looks like? I, mm, or is she going to guess what Aaron's penis looks like? You know what I mean? Because I can picture Aaron's penis. Because look at the, I mean, look at the oh, zoom no. window. No. I mean, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's similar. <laughs> Especially when he laughs like that. <laughs> I think actually all of our zoom windows is probably similar. Listen, was that a better voicemail than what's your favorite food? I don't know. Toss up. <laughs> all right. Let's get into everybody's favorite section. Rolling, go with. Rolling, going, rolling, going. It's, it's time to see We're going to fly today, right? It's time for Rolling, Going. Oh, yeah. Aaron, what's up? Yeah. You know what's up is um, things I'm excited about are I went to a restaurant. It's been a while now. It was like around Christmas, but we we stopped to have some, some brunch while we were Christmas shopping. You guys ever go to a restaurant and re- notice how clean their hot sauce bottles are? Like you go what? pour some hot sauce. What? And what? it like it doesn't oh, have. There's no like crust on it. Yeah, yeah. There's no like 
It's not oh. sneaky when you handle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, most rest, most restaurants, it's kind of just best practice to wipe all that shit down every night. Yeah. You know, before it finally dawned on me, I should do that at home too. So it's, oh. yeah, it's great. Like I go to get so, some hot sauce out of the fridge. I really thank my past self for wiping that thing down, man. Oh, you're wiping your sauces. What are you wiping? Yeah. It with? Just like a rag in the count in the. So now you have got, a rag that's like wait, fish sauce and soy sauce. No, I got, and hot you know, sauce. I got. I got Chef's towels. I got some here. What else do you do with that rag? Oh, here. Aaron, you're putting chef's towels and you're wiping sauce on it. Those are for the of guests. Of course, man. No, they're like they're for oh. kitchen towels. They're for like you know, it's your side towel if you're cooking, man. You gotta have some of these. They're, I like the way you talk about that side towel. Yeah, you gotta have it. Your so bathroom towels looking out. What'd you just say? Yeah. Side towel. <laughs> I have a I have a question. I have a question about towels for you guys in restaurants. Okay. I know All someone right. that when. If you go to a restaurant a, and they're this a done towel eating, a towel aficionado. We're not going to even get close to that, but okay. <laughs> if you go out, everybody's to got eat boundaries tonight. And you've oh. got a cloth napkin. I would never in my life put the cloth napkin on top of a plate that had food in it. I would always keep it like, no. off, I would never put it in like something that could have sauce or food. I would always just put it like off to the side. I would never put it yep. on or in something. Wait, what are your why? guys? What do you do with a cloth napkin no. when you're done with it? Just put putting it, on the it in, table? putting it, covering your food like it's a, a woman, like it's somebody who's just died in the hospital <laughs> or whatever. Disgusting. <laughs> I think even putting just a paper napkin in there, I think that's gross. I to the side, you're done. Have them pick it up. I cannot stand it when people put their napkins in the food wrestle. That is such a good call, Rob. Rob, and the question is, am I allowed to when the person isn't looking, maybe reach over and move that napkin aw- oh, off of the plate? Of course, sure. Yeah, just like, just like. Slide like oh, I'm gonna just slide this. Yeah, why not, Russell? If you get caught doing that, <laughs> and you will get caught because when she looks down, she will notice the napkin is full of food yet not on the plate. Okay, you are going to have some splaining to do in that situation. Okay, that is like the physical like of a shush. I think. Yeah, I don't know what what do you do? How do you get somebody to stop that? I've, I've you, tried squirting with like a squirt bottle, like a cat, but it oh my god! Yet. Yeah, well you could. Yeah. Oh my hey. god! <laughs> just <laughs> tried squirting. <laughs> <laughs> Russell and his squirting is just I, getting out of control. I tried to ski, but it's, it, it's been sorry. ultimate. <laughs> my, she's like, she's like, oh my face is all wet. I need my napkin, and then she puts oh. it. And it's just gravy all over her face. She's like, wait, oh, no, god. I forgot my napkin with my food. Like <laughs> Russell's squirting again. Yeah. Oh no. I told uh, well, you, I'm glad every time we go out, you get gravy in your face. Every single time. Don't put your napkin in your food anymore, okay? Well, don't squirt me with that squirt gun. <laughs> I told you, it's a Super Soaker 100, and you know that I bring it in. I'm more of a 250 guy, like the backpack, like the, the full backpack one. I'm a 250. The Super Soaker 100, the blue yeah. with the yellow balls, I'm is a, a classic guy. squirt gun. That When that thing came out, it blew my fucking mind. Because no. you went no. directly. A squirt gun... Literally, no. the super soaker was like the equivalent of the machine gun in World War One. No. Like squirt guns before were like little yeah, triggers. Little pistols. They always leaked. They lasted for a day, maybe. And then the rich kid on your block. Wait a minute. And that could have been no. Anybody. No, who, no, could have been who could have been the rich kid <laughs> on the block? You get that super soaker, and it is like it is like if an arm. It's like when an army fought like the emus. Like you really know what it was like to just slaughter buffalo. Like how no. awesome that would have been. You're what? just sitting there with a super soaker hey. collecting your neighbor's tongues. The, here's, here's, here's a Venn diagram. <laughs> super soaker 100 kids 
and the kids who played the baritone in the high school band, yep. there is a 100% overlap. <laughs> like, if you had the Super Soaker 100 instead of the uh, 50, okay. you are one of those kids. Listen, I'm just going to tell you right now. I'm going to make a 50. shirt. You got to be the 50. And I've said this before. I'm going to make a shirt. And I haven't done it, but this time I swear to God I am. Where it's a Venn diagram of a baritone <laughs> and a Super Soaker 100. And then yes. one of those kids in the middle. And somebody's going to come up and be like, I get it. <laughs> like two circles. And, and yeah, in the Venn diagram, things that squirt, things that, I don't know. Wait a minute. I'm forgetting what a Venn diagram is. I think I got it backwards. <laughs> Rob is right, though. Like the Super Soaker 50 is the apex of squirt guns, right? Like it that... That you can't get just any blew better, away right? everything. Yeah. Right. And then anything after that is just yeah. trying to do the same yep. thing with yep. cheaper imitations or whatever. And and I would yeah. say, I, I think the hardest place to teach Venn diagrams would be Germany. Because the teacher would be like, okay, Venn diagrams. And they'd be like, well, how about now? We got time. We got a whole class. <laughs> what? Uh, people who laugh at that joke and people who listen to this <laughs> podcast. It's a Venn diagram. It's just a circle. Yeah. So that's it. That's, I don't know. That's what's, that's what I'm excited about. I'm going to wonder how it's rolling going with uh, Matt. Uh, good. Since we're cruising along, I thought I had, went on vacation to couples wow. this past week. A lot of listeners. A couples retreat. Wow. Wife couples swapping? retreat. Wife swapped. God damn it. Damn it. <laughs> can't, talk, can't, talk okay, can't talk about the wife swapping. I totally can't bring it up. Yeah. I do have all my pairs of socks. <laughs> Got them back. Full circle. But it's really nice to Unswap go on vacation with uh, with a, with a bunch of listeners, and they just tell you you know all the shit you got wrong oh, on the no. podcast, and oh, why don't you do fun. this, and why don't you do that, you know that's stuff really like exciting. that. So, yeah. so Rob, that night? Oh, oh, so, so, so. Rob, we have to play "Careless Whisper" in the background. All right, that's the song for the day. This was Josh Reddick's walk up music for a while. He was playing right field for the Oakland A's. Good song. Yep. This so. also made the best list, uh, the list of best uh, sax solos, I believe. Yep, I like it. Did Pretty it? saxy. Okay. This made my um, list apparently, of uh, best thing to listen in my ear- AirPods when I was at uh, the bathhouse. And you'll never believe what happened to me. <laughs> okay? Good. I was dressed like a cop because I was. I was a real Let's cop. Look at those ropes. And this is a weird video. The other songs on that list, Jerry Rafferty, Baker Street... <laughs> Rick James, Super Freak. Yep. Yes. Bob Seger, Old Time Rock and Roll. And Tina Turner, The Best. Can I just say, oh. I texted you guys, and I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, man. I know you hate this, but I texted you guys because I went down a rabbit hole where I just listened to old episodes of Beck Did It Better, and it melted my brain how fast oh, everything no. happened on the show. It literally was like Spencer's gifts to talking about my dad's mirror balls and like you just it was and I texted you guys this and I just want to say it out loud so everybody could hear it it was like being in a time machine <laughs> and you're like oh I'm going to go back and you don't even go back you're like I'm going to go back and see myself in the past and you just catch your two parents fucking and you're like ugh <laughs> not like yes I get that's part of it that's not Underneath what I want to see ball. like hearing oh, us fumble oh. around with these oh. jokes that became bits I was like oh the bit's better than the joke the joke's no good <laughs> hey sorry Matt go ahead that's alright um, I, I failed This was told to me I failed To mention that One of the best openers That I ever saw Was Lil Wayne Opened up for Blink-182 About three, four years Are you serious? That's, that's, that's cool That's cool yeah. shit So Lil Wayne Opened that's, up for Blink So that was a pretty cool. good thing I mean that's, that's the cool. most open Somebody's been As the Carter Since Chris Carter Ugh. 
That's three. Hey, all he does is catch touchdowns. <laughs> Look, what, that's uh, a crazy swimsuit that lady's wearing. Yeah. It's crazy that uh, George Michael has to pretend here. So, like Matt, he why are we listening lady. to this song? Was this part of your trip or what? This, Yeah, this was. This came up all the time as a, a song. It's a great song. I must have listened to it a few times. Uh, we, we talked about Jane's Addiction opening up for Smashing Pumpkins. And I failed to mention that there was a bunch of strippers on the stage in the back. And oh. some of the uh, listeners that we were with were so taken aback by the strippers that they, you know, just kind of ruined Jane's Addiction. Oh, wow. I just thought it was, you know, there's three women in the back there that were just very athletic and what they were doing. (laughs) So that's all I got. That's all I had. What I want to know, though, is so Matt went... Matt went from our vacation to oh, what one one day yeah, off and was, then to the other vacation. Was, so I got home on Monday. I went to work on Tuesday, oh. and Wednesday morning at five thirty, we were back at eight a.m. We were back at the airport. We had a seven o'clock flight. So then, during the during the combo vacation, did you take any Matt time? Did you say like I gotta just have like two hours to you know go, oh, yeah. go you do know, my own I, thing or whatever? Yeah. Yep. Monday to Friday, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to ask though, man. Oh, like, can when I you just do say a, this? My wife came back from two weeks in the Philippines. First day back, you know what she says to me when I come home? Where's the Greek yogurt? I've been well. <laughs> Did you make my cabbage and chicken? <laughs> She's making me make that dish with the baby bird and the egg. Now she's like, I'm addicted to it. I can't get it up. <laughs> keep uh, beak. Keep the beak. Yeah. yeah. Is this just a, a chicken nugget? In a Cadbury egg? <laughs> this is not what I want. <laughs> That's actually a very good joke. She said she just got back from two weeks away. And she goes, I did a lot of housework today. And I was like, <laughs> I said, I've done a lot of housework the last two weeks. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Except for those five days when I was in Vegas. It felt swell. You was doing that. housework in Vegas. I did. <laughs> that DoorDash doesn't order itself, yeah. Russell. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that felt like... Hulk Hogan coming back from getting choked out like my hand coming up and everybody's cheering, everybody's going, yeah. And I'm like, I did a lot of housework the last two weeks. Everybody's like, yeah. <laughs> so man, when you, when you do a couples retreat, like do you guys go to dinner together as a group every night? Or how many, how many couples are on the retreat? Yeah, so there's four couples total and kind of made it um, yes, that we would try to plan at least to do that. I mean, like breakfast was kind of hit and miss. Sometimes it was Everybody, sometimes it was two, sometimes it was three couples, things like that. Lunch was kind of hit, it was very hit and miss because that's when I would go take my nap or was just hanging out by the pool or things now like that. This also is a period of time when you would know exactly when someone had an orgasm. Yeah. Oh, God. They come out drinking. <laughs> I mean, Rob brought it up. I mean, it's like, Ooh, oh, these two nap. relate to breakfast. Hey. Yeah. It's a good nap. I'm so thirsty. Um, But I think eight might be, you know, so four couples might be kind of some sort of limit, like um, in terms of trying to coordinate everything. Because otherwise you just start to get too many people. Can you even fit eight people at a table for something for dinner? It's kind of tight, getting tight, right? It's getting a lot. No, you can. I mean, you know, sometimes it was like girls on one side, guys on the other. And sometimes it was mixed and, you know, kind of depended. Now, Matt, was there one person in the group that you were like, kind of like, I just wish we were seven, and I oh. wish that person wasn't here. Oh, sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely there was. Oh my God, he's pointing to his wedding ring. 
And you know what? That person, they probably listen to this podcast. Oh, they no. know who they are. Oh, no. They <laughs> know who they are. Is it one of the people that was complaining about Rob putting up episodes too late? I forgot. Uh, I mean, I forgot was, it was. There Tuesday. was a lot of people complaining. There was a lot. Of, yeah. Have you seen? And then I'm you, sitting next. To, then I'm sitting next to Ben from Minneapolis, and he's listening. He goes, "This is really weird." I go, "What?" He goes, "Well, <laughs> Rob finally put the podcast." And I'm sitting here listening to you myself. talk, but I'm yeah, you know, but I'm right, right next, next to you. Yeah. So yeah. meanwhile, he's like, "Man, did you take Viagra? You have a huge boner." When I just said that to you. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Ask me about my podcast and on the back is a Venn diagram of baritones and somebody's got a case of the 28th amendment over there. Oh. <laughs> Venn diagram. So it was good. How about now? It was good. Have you seen so. any of those people other than the one you live with since you got home? Uh, no, you're not no. going out to dinner with them. You just went on a fucking vacation with them. <laughs> I mean, it could happen. It, it could doesn't could happen, matter how man. good of a friend you are. You're so fucking sick of those people, and you've gossiped about them as much as you possibly can with your spouse. You said which one of them you think it would be the shittiest to be in a relationship with. You've let you, you and your spouse have opinions on every single person you're with. There is no reason to go out to dinner with those people anymore. God, connecting no, rooms. Saw at a restaurant no. where you went, you wouldn't sit with them. You know, we were talking. It would be a great spot, and we saw three weddings down there on the beach. It would be a great spot wow. if like a group of friends you know had like one more wedding to go to just and everybody just needed more. just one more just it yeah. would be a great spot it's like the last one you're totally right know. man i'm getting a divorce <laughs> that's a great idea <laughs> thank you rob thank you for sacrificing wow I'm taking one for the Perfect. team yep yeah russell rolling going how's it going with you rolling going i got a few things tonight that i thought would be fun the first one is uh, I, I i'm realizing now when I'm trying to watch a movie or a TV show with the upstairs roommate, the TV show watcher, I'm so picky about what I watch. And so the other night we were trying to find a movie that would be fun. We would both like, and you want to know the movie we landed on. I want to see what you guys think of this. Dumb and dumber. The movie was, I own that on DVD, Matt. Matt, if it's in the DVD tournament, I cannot watch it on streaming because I've got it on DVD. The, The movie we ended up on, and I sat back in my chair by the record player, watched the whole movie and enjoyed every bit of it. Is a music movie. It is School of Rock starring yes. Jack Black. Oh, yeah, great movie. We watched that yeah. one. We watched that one a lot at this house. I never, watched it, and it's so never good. Never go wrong. The band never is go good. Wrong. Like the idea of the kids coming up with the band name School of Rock is perfect. <laughs> Jack Black is perfect. The music is fun. And so I was wondering, what are your guys' favorite movies about bands? Almost Famous. Yeah, for sure. It's a good one. That's his hands that down. With uh, isn't it Kate Hudson? Kate Hudson. Yeah, yeah. I've still never seen that one. You've that roast. I know, I know that one in Boulder. I know it's like an excuse. John, John from Edina might call in. Yeah, he probably will. You're nuts. Probably text me. I don't know why I haven't. There's no good reason. I just haven't seen it yet. What do you guys think? What else? So almost famous. What other? What other? great movies are about bands. I love uh, a mighty wind, and that's a great uh, Spinal Tap. I'll put both those together because it's the same guys. But there's but they're fake mockumentary bands. I just get such a kick out of those, and they have music that's fun. Oh, I'm telling you, there's the Stonehenge bit in Spinal Tap is a great song. Get the Spinal Tap album; it's legit good. Russell, there's a song in that movie called Big Bottoms, where they talk about how much they love women with big bottoms, and they're all playing a bass. So the whole thing is just bo bo bo. Oh, just listen to this first line. Okay. You want to move it forward three minutes first or not? No. The bigger the cushion, the sweeter the 
the next line, that? Russell, just to let you know, the next line is the looser the waistband, the deeper the quicksand. I mean, that's a song that definitely could have been made. And then they have a song called Working on a Sex Farm that's even. Go ahead, Aaron. Sorry. Uh, I think my favorite movie about a band is probably Drumline. Oh, marching like band, Aaron coming in. That movie in rules. That it is movie good, is good. awesome. Very it's so good. good. Yep. It made but me want to th- be a drummer, honestly, where I could, I'd, right? be, I'd be so, fucking drum yeah. battling all the time. I'd be so good. And then I tried yeah. drumming and it's like, it's, it's and Nick Cannon. They're doing the thing where they're staring at each other right in the eyes yep. and doing the drum. I'm oh. flipping the sticks around. Yeah. The Oof. other thing I wanted to share rolling going. So I'm leaning ago, back, Aaron, I'm touching that feather thing to the ground. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <that's> you. <laughs> I'm throwing the cane out. It's bouncing back to me. Can you imagine? I, I got to say this. If I was a woman in college, yeah. And a drum major was there throwing his cane around and just coming back. I'd fuck that guy so fast. Oh, God. That is so cool. <laughs> they throw it, they're leaning, they're touching the head back. I'd be like, this guy and I are having sex. I would have very low standards, Aaron. I, I've imagined what it, what it would be like if you were a woman in college so many times. Like, what if Rob were a woman in college? That would have been fun, right? I, look at that haircut. Can you imagine what she'll look like in 50 years? Oh, my God. You kind of wonder if the uh, curtains match the drapes. Or no. The drapes match the carpet, right? I, I think being a woman in college would have been easier for me because I know for a fact that if I got into a woman's bed and they had not washed the sheets the whole no. semester, no. I wouldn't have cared. I would have been like, I don't care. This is great. It would have been great. The other thing I was going to bring up to you guys, as you know, I was with you in Vegas a few weeks ago, and I, oh yeah, I've come to the what? realization, you know, a few, we've had a few trips out there where, you know, day two of Vegas, Rob disappears for like three hours. He's got to take a nap. He's not feeling good. I think maybe Matt has even taken a nap. Usually Matt's pretty solid. I've seen a few other buddies take a nap, disappear. I finally hit the point. This is the first year. I couldn't ring the bell. Day three, <laughs> day three I did not get out of bed till 5 p.m. I couldn't Russell, ring the bell. Russell <laughs> was in such rough shape, okay? I need to tell everybody. You put a bet on the football game. The football game started at 1130. We're like, what time will Russell be here? We were saying like 1, 130. I think the latest was like 2. I got 213. I had 213 as the over. Anything I had 213 and after. I got it. I by three hours. Yeah. What were we doing the night before? Russell consumed many of the strongest drinks. I know for a fact they were very strong. And then we got a kick out of being on the dance floor. Yes. Acting like there were women in the hotels above us, pointing to them, saying, come down here with our hands going like this. So much so that everyone on the dance floor would turn and look to see where we were it pointing. Was best. It was unbelievable. Then one asshole, one asshole ruined the bit. Very bad. Just ruined the whole bit. Just Very gave bad. it away. Russell? I have so many photos of 12 a.m. and we're all, or videos. It's 12 a.m., it's 1 a.m., we're all holding fresh drinks. Who was like a new drink? Like, oh, it's it's 1 a.m., miss. I need another, you know, 16-ounce whiskey and Coke or whatever, or whiskey ginger. I made a huge Vegas mistake. I came back at work. They said, how is Vegas? I gave them the line that I always do where I say, well, we're getting older, so earlier to bed, you know. Like, just it was fun, but early to bed. And then I, a co-worker I trust a little more, I said, well, I did squat a woman at the crash table. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, That was what? after I went to bed. I missed the whole thing. And I, I was like, oh, it was a consensual squat. And then I was like, I cannot talk about Vegas at work. I can't do it. 
There's no, yeah, no, nothing good can come of that. So I didn't. I I don't think I made it down to watch football with you guys until five thirty. Five thirty. It was like the fourth quarter. Of the yeah. fourth of quarter the second of game. game two. And I was yeah. in bed before nine p.m. I was up less than four hours on day three. Yeah. I'm officially old and cannot ring the bell anymore. Have you guys had a moment like that or not? Sitting at the blackjack table with Russell at eight thirty p.m. and Russell looks at me and he goes, "We can keep playing if you want." <laughs> and Matt looks at him and goes, "How you doing?" He goes, "I'm running out of steam." Oh yeah. <laughs> But I was up. I was up twenty five dollars. So I was like, "Yeah, let's, yeah. let's <laughs> to be fair." The night before, I think most of us left the blackjack table. I don't know, somewhere between one and two o'clock. Yeah, and you. I don't know how much longer you stayed up, Russell. But you, you stepped, stayed up and kept playing. Matt, yeah, I man. stayed long enough for them to take back everything you and I won the night <laughs> yeah. before. I'll just put it that way. It wasn't all of it, but it was they, yeah. uh, $500. I got, I, got bit, I got bit by the Vegas bug. So the other, Matt was mentioning when we were out on the dance floor, we were calling out, we were pointing up at the at the windows, acting like there were people watching us. Everyone was yeah. looking or whatever. The other favorite part of the night is we're dancing. There's probably, what, anywhere between like seven and 15 people on the dance floor, and we're half of them most probably of the night. Probably closer is, to seven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, the band, you guys don't, you don't think this, the band this year was whack. They, yeah, the droids right. were whack. I, I didn't realize it until the second night. Droids, if you're listening, Aaron. you are whack. Oh. Aaron, why don't you repeat, like, so you guys saw the droids three nights in a row. I saw them twice. Yeah. What song did they close with every night? I guess, that's, I guess that's on us. Like, Russell's pointing out that this band was whack as hell and we went to see them three nights in a row because it is free and it is live music and the drinks are strong. They closed with Rage Against the Machine killing in the name every night. And we were there all three we went nights. the first night and we were like, this is fucking awesome. We're going yeah. fucking crazy. And yeah. we're like, fuck you, don't do what you do. And everybody's yelling. Yeah. We go the second night and they're like, well, we got a request. Uh, so we're going to close the show. And they fucking play this again. And we're like, <laughs> this is even fucking awesome. This is their thing. We didn't realize how much we missed out last time. And now we really fully appreciate it. And then we go the third night. And I'll tell you what. It was fucking awesome on the third night, too. It was just as fun every night. I think I yes. can see that seven nights a week. And we're just this was fine. so badass. What was upsetting was when they got sad. They got all upset at the crowd because they played Old Time Rock and Roll by Bob Seger and no one cheered. And then they got mad because nobody cheered for that. It's the droids. I, I requested Kathmandu. That's I think, I think I think their whole bit, team. right? Rosie, you were trying to uh, get some requests and things like that, right? I, I gave think them, their whole I gave bit, them some of your actual money and they yeah, wouldn't Yeah, I they think their whole off. bit every night if I if we really figured it out is they have like let's just say a 20 song catalog mm-hmm. and they're going to play 16 of those 20 songs yep. the whole night and they're saying that they need requests they're oh we're taking requests taking requests yep. but they play the same set every night and exactly. they always end with the same thing exactly. hey, 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 man it's like grease same shit different day yeah yeah <laughs> i want to set the scene for anybody who is not there the three listeners that were not there begins <laughs> there is a band. This is an open air bar. Yes. Carnival Court, it's called. Carnival's Carnival Court. Court. It is free. We are the youngest people there. Yeah. By not a little. Okay. Yeah. We are we feel young and cool. And that's bad given how gray my hair is. Yeah. And it is all men in sweaters and foot joy hats. We saw a number of foot joy hats. 
where a guy got a hat that said foot joy on it and goes, I better and, wear this and out Dan tonight. From, uh, Dan from South St. Paul, his dad was there. <laughs> <laughs> and then women who, there was one woman who was there all three nights and every night she would just do high kicks. She would walk yeah. around and just do high kicks. Yeah. It was wild. And costume changes. She did costume changes. And we went back every, every single night. night. You're yes. saying two, two nights in a row, right, Rob? At least... Oh. At least yeah. two three nights, nights in a row. In a row. Three. three nights. Crazy fucks. <laughs> at least three. And then two of those nights, there was that one chick that was just staring at Joe from Woodbury. He oh. was just oh. making, <laughs> undressing this, him with his eyes. This woman. With his, her eyes. The other yeah. thing this place had, it was women who were like 48 <laughs> and obviously had just gotten a divorce. Preach to me, Rob. Preach to me. Preach it, Rob. Preach it, big Rob. Put they on used, that big daddy shirt. They used all the money. From that divorce to get the, they just went into their plastic <laughs> surgeon and go, how big you got? <laughs> show me, you know what I mean? Like, show me the biggest. Okay. I don't remember this part at all. No, I don't know what you. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, I don't think there were any women on the dance floor in three nights, Rob. I don't know what you're talking. No, there was one, either. one woman on the dance floor. Here's the one I remember. Doing the high kicks. At one point, we're dancing on day two. I'm getting my air guitar on. I'm killing out on the dance floor. Yeah. All of a sudden, six foot five dude from Norway walks up, <laughs> and his wife looks like Dauber from the TV show Coach. Now, I want to clarify. He looks like Dauber. The wife did not. <laughs> and he looks at me and he goes, "Hey, you're a good dancer. You're a good dancer. You should dance with my wife." Yeah. And I immediately panic <laughs> and start pointing at Rob and Joe from Woodbury and say, they're the best dancers here. She should dance with them. Yeah. I, this guy comes over. Yes. He has short hair. Imagine if Hulk Hogan had a bowl cut. No, it's, it's Dauber and Hulk Hogan. Hey, who's the guy who played Drago? Dolph, Dolph, Dolph Lundgren. This guy looks like Dolph Lundgren. With a Dauber haircut. Yeah. If Dolph Lundgren had been like, Got into some weird stuff. Like, yes. <laughs> like Dolph Lundgren is doing a lot of enemas. That's kind of what it looked like. And he was like, what? he was like, you go dance with my wife. And I turn and I see this woman. Now, listen, I say this only in the Google oh, no. sense. I don't know what this is the say. most respectful way I can say this. Oh, no. She had been bimbified. She oh. had the largest chest, the largest lips, the most cat like appearance. Blonde, skinny waist, huge hips. She was one of the most attractive people I've ever seen in my entire life. Rob's having a moment here. Rob's this was, having a this moment. woman was exactly my type. And here I was. <laughs> you said that, yeah, you said that at the time. I immediately said, wow, this guy wants me to fuck his wife. <laughs> <laughs> this guy 100% wants he to did, watch me uh, fuck his wife. Oh, my he, God. I, you normally, I it's would happened. call Rob out and say, like, <laughs> I think Rob's full of stories. They were looking for someone to go back to the link with them that night. I mean, it was like, I have watched so many documentaries about this very similar scenario. And I like my kidneys and I want to keep them. And I would love, there's nothing more. I'm telling you right now, if my, listen, God forbid. God forbid. Okay. Something happens. I need that passcode for the podcast. Something terrible happens. I would be in an Uber from the funeral home <laughs> to Vegas, and I would live at Carnival Court. Just waiting. <laughs> she was exactly my type. 
And I have never been so terrified in my life. I was scared shitless. <laughs> we all I were. Totally panicked. I was like, the, I was just like Russell. I totally panicked. And I say, guys, emergency meeting. So I get all the guys together, my bros, my best friends. <laughs> I was doing my own thing. Okay. I say, guys, this, this guy wants me to fuck his wife and I'm freaking out. It scares me. <laughs> Immediately, within five minutes of this conversation, all of my bros, except for Aaron, are talking to him and pointing at me. <laughs> I, I bet you're selling me out to the guy who's and, and all of a sudden I'd be looking, and all of a sudden this wife would like come out. It was like it was like I was a, like a gazelle being hunted by lions in long grass. It was crazy. They would pop out and be like, dance with my wife. And then when I danced with her, he would make eye contact with me. Oh, it's terrifying. And I was like, this is what it's gonna look like. Right when he chops off my head with a samurai sword in the hotel room. <laughs> I would I mean, it was funny. I would have laughed, unfortunately, if that's what happened. And I'll tell you, even knowing that, knowing there's a chance I'm going to get my head chopped off with a samurai sword, I would still be at Carnival Court. <laughs> that's how awesome that would have been. You know what the scariest thing about that Dauber guy was? He had, like the, he had like the work boots on. He had like the steel-toed boots on. That was the thing I couldn't get past. Wouldn't you say the scariest thing is that we recognized him from last year? Oh. <laughs> He's there every year. Yeah. And, I, and Joe talked to him and found out that he does not, in fact, live in Las Vegas. That somehow we are there at the same time as this guy every year. We're like two college old women, two college women living in the dorm together with this what? couple. Our cycles have synced up. Oh, oh okay. my God. Our Las no. Vegas cycles have synced up. We are there all the time together. I just have to say the the whole, we, we all did that. We did every night, sang that song, came back. Tuesday morning, the best text we got was from Pete from St. Paul. <laughs> yeah. And it just said, uh, I guess we're back to doing what they told us. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> best text. Pete was my roommate. And I, that was great. Russell Rowling going, I was actually going to talk about the guy who wanted to... Me to fuck his wife. And somehow you made that year rolling going. I don't know how that happened. That was an <laughs> ultimate switcheroo. So I'll talk about afterwards. We went to the crap table. I'm down for the trip. I'm playing video craps where we actually roll a dice. Yeah, you can't call this, you can't call this the crap table. It's video craps. No, but it's yeah. no, but no, Russell, but it's a table where I rolled the dice, dice and people are there. You just place your bets on a screen. So it's incredibly slow. You can not lose as much money. Ugh. And who comes up? Dauber. One of the most attractive women I've ever seen Ugh. in my life with a guy who's wearing like a disco dancing outfit. It's like bright sprinkles. He is so loud. Now, Russell, do you want to guess? Did he have a giant vape? You want to just guess? Like, <laughs> this? Does he have a giant vape in Vegas? And does a guy like this with a giant vape come and talk to us? The number one thing I hate in Vegas is people talking to me. Don't fucking talk to me. I'm not here with you. I'm here with my friends. Don't talk to me. And this woman gets the dice and I turn to Joe. And I say, listen, this woman has never lost at anything in her life. This woman's a winner. She gets everything she wants whenever she wants it. We need to bet everything. And we made so much money on this woman. And it was so sad because the first time she threw the dice went over the table. And we all apologized to her. Oh, you she threw just, the dice over the table. We're like, we're sorry. Saps. That was a great roll. Like that. Oh, my God. You're doing such a good job rolling. That's actually good luck. <laughs> I threw the dice over the table a bunch of times. Yeah, we, yeah we were like, you dumb <laughs> piece pathetic. of shit. Eat yep. shit, you shithead. And with her, we're like, <laughs> we're sorry. Can we get you anything? She had a dice roll. This is a classic Vegas story. Roll off the table, hit a wheelchair, go back under the table. 
we got under the table and oh, found fuck it. that. I would have, I would have never been able to watch you guys they, just do they, this stuff. Russell, they well, you were in bed me, for four hours before that. I was in bed for two hours before that. Russell, they handed me a croupier stick to get it from under the table. I almost <laughs> ran. It was almost like that scene in Casino or uh, in uh, Ocean's Eleven where they talk about the robberies. It would have been me with the croupier stick walking out and somebody bashes me in the face with the club. <laughs> I wanted that stick so bad. But she won a ton of money and then it was her, her dumb shit boyfriend's time to roll and I immediately cashed out and walked away. It was so satisfying. <laughs> so satisfying. All right, let's get into the album. Oh, is this a music podcast? Let's, let's fly let's to the album. Just some yeah. quick, let's get through oh, quick episodes tonight. Yeah. Listen, we are talking about love. Okay, we are talking about Forever Changes, a band I had never heard of, but this is really one of those bands that's that uh, uh, Laurel Valley, Laurel Canyon type band. This is one of the first racially diversified band with this guy, Arthur Lee, who pretty much is the whole band. This band, if you look at the members on Wikipedia of the band, it's hilarious. They've had like 100 members. I think everybody did not like working with this Arthur Lee guy because they kept changing. This is like their, what, fifth album, third album. No, it's their third album. And they, they've already changed band members like four times. It's crazy. He Did he did he have some mental health issues maybe? Or am I, I imagining would, that? I, he was in jail for five years for discharging oh, okay. a gun. So oh, okay. I would guess that's not, uh, that's, that could be likely. Lee was a songwriter who heard the birds and wanted to make an album of that new folk rock song. And he oh, became yeah. a staple on the Los Angeles like club music scene and got lived in this place that was just a mansion. This is what it was like in, in uh, Los Angeles back then. They had a mansion that they just lived in because they would pay the taxes. They're like, can somebody please live in this mansion? You just got to live here and pay the taxes. They're like, we'll do it. He became so big that Jim Morrison begged him to help him get a record contract. Like Jim Morrison was obsessed with this guy and uh three dog night talked about how they love him. This is Robert plants from Led Zeppelin's favorite album, favorite album. I can uh, hear that. Ah, I, I totally hear that. This is kind of like, I, some people said it was psychedelic rock, but I heard this as genre agnostic on a TikTok I listened to a day. And I like that because it is kind of, it's all over the place genre wise. It's, it's, I got to say, there are some songs in here that I just loved. And yeah. I think I could see this like in a college dorm room. I, I kind of like this album. Let's see. It really grew on me. I listened to it like five times over the last three days. Because you hear sounds, you're like, well, that sounds like The Who. Or that sounds yeah. like fucking Her Herman's Hermits. Or that sounds like it could be Zeppelin. Like, it really Alone again. to you. Alone Again was written by band member Brian McLean. Lee renamed it Alone Again or to make it sound more mysterious and then remixed it to make his vocals higher than McLean's. So I think this is kind of what Lee was like. Not great to work with. Off doing his own thing. But listen to this opening. It's like, what you got, like Morricone in there? Yeah. Flamenco guitar, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the greatest flamenco guitar song ever. Without question. Mike Tyson's fun show, it's Don Flamenco. We got to pull up the Don Flamenco song, Rob. All right, let's do it. My kids are super into Punch Out right now. It's, it's you know, such a great game. Are they you know, like into playing. the old school version, or is there like a well, new version? There, you can get no, it on the Nintendo there Switch, there but it's it's just it's not Mike Tyson's Punch Out anymore. It's just Punch Out. Mike Tyson's not part of it. That there is a flamenco guitar. Oh, that's there from Carmen. Yeah, Drake Musee from Carmen. 
Aaron. Keep it down flamenco is you dodge the first uppercut and then you go left, right, left, right, left, right, <laughs> left, right, left, and you go to the face over and over and you do it until you knock him out. If you get a star, you pause, boom, put him down. Put him down, Rob. This is Russell's Viagra. This yes, is talking yeah. about Mike Tyson's punch out. Dude, no, I can, really I can easily out. play f- Mike Tyson's punch out for four days without going down. Aaron, what is that song from? It's from Carmen. I don't know where in the world she is, Aaron. <laughs> Hit it, Rockabella. All right, our ho- house is not a motel. This song I loved. No shackles. It sounds like come and look if you want dust and the holes. You'll see the mantles where the Sorry, Rob, I wasn't listening to your opening. Who comes first? The doors or these guys? Is this a doors ripoff or what is this? I think Doors is. You said this is 67, so it's, yeah. it's like contemporaneous, right? Or is that, is that the right word? Doors' first album is 67. I think but they then definitely... But then L.A. was later, so around the same time. It's, yeah, Morrison Hotels, 1970. But this is so much more, I don't know, it's like ethereal. I don't, it's, I don't know. On one hand, I feel awesome listening to this. And on the other hand, I feel like I'm 86 years old listening to this. I album. do recall when this remaster came out, it was a big deal in indie rock circles or maybe just on Rolling Stone magazine. And it was, I had never heard it. And it was all yeah. of a sudden, it was these interviews with ever you know, Calexico or Beck or whomever, like, oh, this album changed my life. And I was like, I've never heard it. Yeah, I saw a lot of that with people loved it like Iggy Pop was like oh this is great and I was like what this right. um this I have it on flack here and it sounds so good Aaron like the high quality of version of this it sounds like it was just recorded great this is only I Lee again he's the only member of the band on the song there's no other members of the band this is just the wrecking crew doing the rest of the instruments wrecking crew featuring Hal Blaine who we talked about a few weeks ago he was the drummer yeah. That had all those number one hits in a row, right? You know what motherfucker I'd like to meet? Who's that? Hal Leonard. That guy. Hal <laughs> Leonard, the choral publishing guy? I don't know what he did. <laughs> what he did in life where everything in my life from like sixth grade <laughs> to tenth grade was Hal Leonard. We should talk about him on the choral list. I swear to God, if you told me Hal Leonard was married to Mavis Beacon, that would make sense to me. The Daily Planet. I mean, this is the Who, right? Like, this sounds just going to be a Who song. Matt, you've been awfully quiet over there. What do you think of this album? This just is so old and so, like, classic late 60s. I don't know. It sounds like, you know, we listened to Cream, who's no longer on the out the list. You know, they're Get out. Get them out. And I couldn't have been more happy that that album was out. Like, I just, yeah. I can't listen to this weird psychedelic rock from the late sixties anymore. You know, like I'll, I'll take the Beatles, take the Rolling Stones. I'll take the door. I'll take anybody that's not like this weird group of just three people who are all stoned out, putting a bunch of stuff together. I don't know. It just, it, it, it all's lumping into one big ball for me and I just can't listen to it anymore. So, well, you're going to listen to it for about six more, yeah, five more tracks. Right. I know. <laughs> The intro of this part, Old Man, is the best part. I love the intro. It kind of builds here. Oof. Ooh, I like the bass. Oof. Sounds good. That's it. Can you skip uh, ahead a little bit? Can we hear some more of oh the, yeah, the sure. vocals on that one? Most 
So this this is the one. I'm gonna. This is weird. This is what drew me into the album. Oh really? What? And here's why. Work with me here for a second. This goes out to Joe from Woodbury and Neil from Lakeville. Ooh. When I heard this, I thought of the Tiny Tim voice. And if yep. anyone who has watched the newest season of Fargo, there is an episode where there's like a crazy action scene that features Tiny Tim singing I Got You Babe. Rob, if you could pull up I Got You no Babe by way. Tiny Tim. That's fun. And this has been added to my Spotify list. It's such a crazy, strange song, but I can't get enough of it. And this is what made me think of it. So check this Tiny Tim song out. Have you guys heard this shit? Russell, are you Aaron? Jaw on the floor over here. Just. He's doing a duet with himself. Man. Yes. It's so good. What's going on? Did you guys switch bodies or something? What's right. going on? Oh my God. It's so good. When I heard that song by this band Love, I thought of the moment in this Fargo episode where they're playing this during like a soup. It's like a Home Alone action scene where the ladies got all the booby traps and everything. This song is a killer. It needs to be added to Matt's 100 list. It's <laughs> so fun. Big shake of the head for Matt. You guys know where Tiny Tim's buried? Des Moines, right? Oh, Minneapolis, right over oh, here. About okay. 36th and Humboldt. Yeah. No hey, way. Use gravefinder.com, our latest sponsor. Gravefinder.com, <laughs> when you got to find that grave. <laughs> Aaron, isn't that where you used to bring your dates? Didn't you, where, or did you go for runs through a cemetery? Where, did you have some sort of weird cemetery deal? Well, yeah, there's one across from my house. I can see it. For, I can see a cemetery from my house since where Mac Dre is buried. We talked about this. Yeah. Should we take Viagra and go hang out in the cemetery? I know. Let's come on out. What? The red telephone. A little harpsichord there. Mm. Where somebody would pick works. up the phone. What would you do? What would you call? I'd call Questlove. Oh, the good one, Aaron. I'll say I'd link it and I'd sit on hold for hours. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I don't want to call anybody. I don't want to. And guess what? I'll just text them. That's what I do anyway. You know what? I got a call from someone today and I picked it up. Ooh. Oh, that's sick. It was from Matt. Matt called me. <laughs> I, I called you, Russ. You know who you know who didn't pick up when I called? <laughs> Probably Aaron and Rob. Rob. Assholes. Wait, Rob. I, Matt didn't call me. Oh. No. <laughs> Matt, are we gonna reenact our call or not? Sure. where it's like, um, you know, I've got nine things in my calendar and I'm out with my, uh, my, 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 out, my dinner aficionado and so I'm not getting home until like 10, 30, 11? Or is this a, one of those nights where you're going to be home and you're ready to go at like nine? I thought we canceled this podcast. I'm so sick of being on the podcast. Around. I thought we were done with this when they changed the list. I'm with you. Sounds good. I agree. Good. All right, see you later. Meanwhile... I was in a fucking play. People <laughs> clap for me. I was going to, you know, we were sending text messages. What what time are we going to start? What time are we going to start? 
We can go tomorrow. Do you want to go tomorrow? And then Rob is like texting pictures of himself oh. and his plane, like same group. And we're texting, when are we going to like, go? What's, what's, what's going, going on? on? And I just want to say like, what the fuck, Rob? Like just respond to our text message once. <laughs> nope. He's got to keep sending pictures of himself. <laughs> Look, I'm in a plane. <laughs> Look at these nice. suspenders. I was trying to be nice to Rob. I was trying to tell him he could go tomorrow instead. Because thank you. He said, You're he too said sweet. Earlier to bed tonight would be better, but now it's 1:05 a.m. The main thing right is now. I have to I have to go get up tomorrow and go to my kids' swim meet. It's at the worst pool in the state. It's tiny. You're upstairs, so it's hot. You can't see anything. There's there's no scoreboard. You have no idea what's going on. And Jenny goes, "They're only taking the first 200 people. Should we go early?" And I said, "Oh Fuck, my god, no." <laughs> If the hell, if some high school swim meet kicks people out because there's too many fans. I can tell you, if my kid says, oh, did you see my race? I can just say yes. Oh, yeah, you swam. I mean. Could, can you believe how blue the water in that yeah. pool was today? Oh, my gosh. What kind of chlorine do they put in that pool, Rob? <laughs> she's like me, though, because she, she's like, where is my swimsuit? She's like, I cannot find my swimsuit. And then you look in her bag and it's just full of snacks. She's already gotten all the snacks for the next day ready. Like those are precisely put in. And she's like, well, I don't know where my, where my stuff is. All right. Uh, listen, maybe the people would be the times or between Clark and Hilldale. This album's got the what strangest the, titles, yeah, but I kind of, about? I kind of appreciate it. I love this one. Yeah, this one's fun. This, you know, this whole album kind of reminded me of my grandmother, honestly, like, this is the kind of music she would have on the record at the cabin, record player, and we'd all be like, hell yeah. When, when's, when's Herb Albert and T the, the Tijuana Brass? Are they on the list? I'm at, no, no, I'm saying when's the year? When do, when do they make it big? Whipped Cream and Other Delights, by the way, Russell, which is a bit you did a lot in episode four, talking about Whipped Cream and Other Delights. Oh. 65. Yeah, I, I think this, I think I think there's influence here with Herb Alpert and the I T1 bet you brass on this. A hundred percent. You hearing those horns? Guys, live and let live. The most disgusting opening to a song ever. What is going on? No. Gross. I gotta say, this is where I'm drawn in again. This is like the yep. strange, it's Ugh. so strange and it's so different. You gotta listen, yeah. No, yep. I turned that song off every time he said snot. It's the oh, most no, I, I like it. Ugh, no, I, I like, like it. saying it. No, I like it. My notes, is this the greatest strange song ever? Seriously, this is fantastic. That oh, song I, is so good. I agree, man. I like the storytelling. It's vivid. You you feel like you're there with the guy in the pistol. I think there's a bird involved. I like the soundscapes he created similar to Bowie to me, where you've got the somehow you got the acoustic guitars like really cranked up in there with the electric bass and the drums and somehow like it works. And yeah, I was I always wonder what it would sound like live. Probably sound something like this. The placenta falls <laughs> to the floor. I would say my second favorite live album is The Dolphin's Lament. All right, the good humor man. He sees everything like this. Russell, do you know what the good humor man is? What? Do you know what the good humor man is? No. What is it? It is not a milkman, but it's very similar. Oh. It is an ice cream man. Oh. And I what? started to think to myself, 
I wonder if there's other songs about ice cream men. Oh! And that brings me to tonight's countdown. My top songs about ice cream men. Have I ever told you how the ice cream man in the neighborhood, back in the Fernando neighborhood in Apple Valley, got arrested for DUI when we were kids? Driving the ice cream truck? Yeah. What? Ice cream man gets pulled over by the cops, open container when we were kids. He's got like the brown bag. Oh, my God. Oof, one of the one of the neighbor dads what told a perfect me, don't, job. He, then he told me, don't eat that pink, like uh pink Panther ice cream thing. I ate that shit. <laughs> now guys, Russell, yes. can you imagine getting drunk and driving an ice cream van? That's the perfect job. You put that song on and just let it rip. That would be awesome. You'd be like, God, I'm fucking hungry. Well, <laughs> some eat. Better have a push up, like just whatever. It's like, well, I'm gonna have the SpongeBob one with the fucked up eyes, or I'm gonna have the Ninja Turtle. Can you imagine? Every time we go to an ice cream truck, my kids were young, they'd be like, I want the SpongeBob. I was like, no, you don't. It's got black licorice. It's terrible. It's the worst one. You're an idiot. There's ones with chocolate and fucking nuts. There's a Choco Taco right there. You don't want a Choco Taco. It's delicious. And you're getting the SpongeBob. Gross. Now, you might think, is your number one ice cream man song? Is this an ice cream song? No, ice cream man, Russell. Oh, oh, so this is playing this song. Pressure, pressure by. No, it's different. It goes. Oh, it's different. Different. This is not the kind of ice cream man I'm talking about, Russell. Okay, this is an ice cream man, but it's not the kind I'm talking about. Okay, also Coco Beware. This, I'm talking about Ice Cream Man Who Delivered Ice Cream. The first song. No, no, man. I want the screwball. The screwball. That one. The screwball over there with the gum in the bottom. Gross. Ugh. Ice Cream Man (laughs) by Tom Waits. I know this song. Now. Is this on closing time? But in a lot of these songs, I'm pretty sure the Ice Cream Man is an an allusion to sex. Hmm. This is young Tom Waits. Now, next up, we have a song called Mr. Ice Cream Man by somebody I can't remember. I know who this is. This is Master P. Oh, nice. Zoot, suit, Ryan, Ryan. Roll back a bottle of beer. Master P? What is this? Oh, that has got sport bounce for the ounce. That's going to rattle the trunk. I got my Alpines on blast. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. Hey, thanks for coming to my choir concert. I'll give you a ride home. Check out the, the bumps in my car. Ooh. You guys uh, know where Master P's kids went to high school? Where's that? Minnehaha Academy. Minnehaha Academy, yep. Master P was living in Minnesota for a while. That's right. This is a, a jam. This might knock my Tiny Tim song off my 100 list. Oh, please join us. I was going to edit that out, Russell. The stupid bears. I, like I got to protect you. I've got to protect you. Now, next up, of course, you knew I was going to pick this one. Van Halen. David Lee Roth. That's the same as the Tom Waits one? Isn't it? No, it's not. Really? I don't think. No, it's similar. This is from... This is a cover of John Brim. This is a cover of John Brim. Listen to this. I'm your ice cream man. Okay. 
Uh, uh, let me play that Tom Waits because I try this. I'm telling you, I don't think it's the same. Zoot Zoot Brian. Brian. Oh, it's like a bottle of beer. That's the same deal. Wait, you guess TV says I'm your ice cream man. Stop me when I'm passing by or not? You stopped it before the chorus. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't we'll matter. Know. <laughs> we'll never know. Did you guys ever have a snow cone man where he gets out and he does the snow cones and he's got like all the different colors of syrup? Russell's what? making the syrup pumping motion. Let's <laughs> do it. Pumping <laughs> motion. <laughs> uh, you guys didn't have that in Rochester. Which is also the Rob? same as the. Same as the Eminem, uh, every, you know, what? everybody from the 313. <laughs> 313, fuck free world. So yeah. did the snowman, the snow cone man have a car? It was like a truck, just like a, just like a ice cream truck, but he would get out and on the side of it, there would be the pumps of different flavors. Just, no. To pump the just, syrup on the snow cone. No, that oh, yeah. can't exist. Yeah. On the car? It was Must not have car? gone south of Cannon Falls. Didn't make oh. it down towards you. If I drove by that car, I would lean out the window and pump some in my mouth. Like, <laughs> hey, you, get out of here. I heard the greatest ice cream man song ever. It's by Tyga. Just listen to these lyrics. This is the best ice cream man song. Just really laying it out there. That is the number one. Just another. I'm going to put that one on my Spotify list. Strip the subtlety away. Oh, yeah. Tiger's sitting there like, I just cannot come up with a rhyme for fuck me. Chunky monkey, that's a good flavor. No, it's not. What? I, I mean, so it's banana ice cream, Aaron. It's terrible. Chunky banana ice cream is delicious. Yeah. Man, Strauss ice cream out here used to make a banana with chocolate chip they don't anymore. Don't <sighs> mess with Rob's ice cream, Aaron. You, you've, learned, you've learned nothing over the last three years. Do you? Do you <laughs> I do love ice cream. Does you this do. ice cream taste like cream stupid today. fake bananas? Or does it taste like real bananas from runts? Which to me are the real banana taste, <laughs> the banana runts. Gross. Runs. Everything bananas else is fake. They don't taste like runts. God, I love guys. I no. found myself at like 42 eating runts. And I was like, no. this, I can't be doing this. Because the limes were so good. Oh, so no, weird. they're so good. Ooh, um, which you, have not had, right you have not had runts in the last 10 years. There's no way. 100% I have. No. 100%. I love runts. I love no. the bananas. I once bought a bag of just the bananas. They no. make those? No. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> Russell just walked out of the room. Joe's eating some right now. Green runts, orange, red. Yeah, no, purple. lime. They taste like the fruit. Lime tastes like Thank lime. Orange tastes like orange. Banana tastes like fucking banana. It's the real banana. Snozberries taste like snozberries. Those are the hearts, Aaron, the pink ones. You're thinking of the hearts. Those aren't snozberries. <laughs> All right. So let's get back to the album. Oh, there's okay. still more of this album. Uh, oh, my God. Here we go. We got, we'll speed through this. Bummer in the summer. This is the rhyme.com song. What? Oh, yeah. All of his rhymes are from Ram.com. This feels like a, we're talking Dylan next week. This feels a little Dylan y to me. Yeah, I kind of like doing Dylan here. I like the guitar hook underneath this, too. It's true. Yeah, he's doing Dylan here. 
Aaron, some people use Rhyme.com because they don't have a lot of time to write their songs, okay? You set That's the right. scene. I mean, it's a useful my request, crutch. For nothing. You get nothing, you get nothing in return. In return. Matt is so mad. Matt's mad. Yeah. <laughs> He's done. All right, let's get into the rating system. And now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show. The patented and very popular Beck Did It Better rating system. Podcast. Oh, now you gotta wonder, how can we like an album for a band that we wouldn't walk out our front door to see? If Love was playing outside, I don't think I'd, I wouldn't even open a window, okay? But <laughs> this album is kind of fun. I kind of think it's a little bit of a good time. All right, Matt, you're going to be the anchor on this, okay? Because who knows what you're going to say? Okay, we don't know. Uh, Russell, what do you think? Rolling Well Toned. Does this belong at 180? Okay. Rolling Boned would be if you did a 180 and took that Viagra, walked around. Okay, you think it should be higher, which of course, at this point, would be a lower number on the list. Okay, it got boned. It's, it shouldn't be this far back. Or is it a rolling well tone? This is perfect at 180, and it'll never change, and the list will never, ever change. Okay, causing us to lose day, lose lose days of our lives. That cream episode, you you might think, oh, is this our first psychedelic episode? No, it was cream. But guess what? I had to delete it. It's not on the list anymore. Okay, more on that next episode. Okay. It's just like that Bobby Jackson Final Four appearance. John lost hey, his hey, time. Hey, hey, Aaron, why don't you shut the fuck up when you're going to talk about that? <laughs> Seriously, Jan Gagelhoff, why don't you bring her up while we're at it? Oh, hey. Thanks, Aaron. We've kept quiet about this whole Iowa football gambling shit for weeks now. Aaron might as well have said, you can't even beat King Hippo to Russ. He's so furious. <laughs> Russell, what do you think? Rolling well-toned, rolling bone, or rolling grown? I think that year that Jamal Tinsley was the two-seed and lost in the oh. second round was like a, an unfortunate event. But uh, you know what? Here's what I'm going to say about this album. I don't. Oh. I think it's too high on oh, the list. No. I don't think it belongs in the top 200. But there's some weird stuff in here that I thought was fun to listen to. I listened to this multiple times over the last week, just had it on in the background. And these strange songs would come up, and I kind of was entranced by them. I think it's way too high on the list. I don't think it should be here, but I did enjoy it. And I might actually come back and listen to a few of those crazy songs again. So I'm going to say it's rolling grown too high. But just because it's too high doesn't mean it's not fun and enjoyable. So rolling grown. Did anybody else's roommate... When you were playing this in the living room, did they come out and they're like, what the fuck are you doing? What the first time, on? yes. The first time. And then the second or third time, she was like, hey, what do you, what do you listen to? It's, it's not bad. Uh, this is Bummer in the Summer. This is Good Humor Man. He sees everything like this. And to me, this is the best ice cream man song I've heard so far in my life. Hey, hey, I, I, I can uh, put those sea shanties back on if you want oh. to. <laughs> hey. How about double D shanties? Oh. Pump them up, Max. <laughs> I want something where I got to go to Mexico to get it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's not legal in the U.S. No. That's what was at this place. <laughs> I don't remember any of this. Do you guys or not? Is Rob no. making this up? He's, yes. And then that guy, that woman who was like that walked off with the foot joy hat guy. It was crazy. What? The foot joy hat guy got the busty woman. It was crazy to me. Oh, no, I don't remember He had come this. right no. from the driving range. He was wearing soft spikes. I'm almost positive. <laughs> <laughs> was that a ball marker in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? 
Aaron, what do you think? Rolling well toned, rolling bone, or rolling grown? That got mad. That got mad. Mad like that one. Russell took the words right out of my mouth. I don't think it was when he was kissing me. I can't say it any better oh. than Russell did. What? One hundred percent agree to, with every word. Rolling grown, but I like it. I will listen again. Matt, rolling well toned, rolling boned, or rolling grown. I wish I would have taken a little bit more time to do just a little bit of research because I think this entire album is here because of the Wrecking Crew. I hear the Wrecking Crew throughout the whole damn thing, and I think that that it should be a Wrecking Crew album. And if it was a Wrecking Crew album somehow, and it was up here, I think it absolutely deserves to be here. But for love to be here, um, you know, up, I just don't get it. It's like School of Rock, Matt. They're part of the band, man. They're in the band. They're in it, but they don't get any credit because they're just session, you know, just uh, session true. music, you, you know, things like that. So they had to bring them, reading Wikipedia, they had to bring them in. What does it say? They were plagued by internal conflict and lack of preparation for Lee's intricate arrangements. Uh, but I did some album savers. The Wrecking Crew. Billy Strange, Don Randy, Hal Blaine, Carol Kay. You know, so they brought in all these people to save the save the crew, you know, and figure it out. And so, I don't know. I think it, if people really dug into the album, they'd put this way down the list. So, sure, it it's pretty early in the 60s, or, you know, 67. Is that what it's from? All that good stuff. Yep. But I just don't get it. I'm going to say Rolling Groaned. Man, God damn, you're smart, man. You are so smart. That is a crazy great take. I love it. Unfortunately, it's wrong. Wrong as hell. No what? way. Okay. Shit. This gets a rolling unknown. Rolling unknown? I didn't know what this album was. I've never heard of it in my life. <laughs> but it's fun. This is part of why this podcast is so fun. Okay. It's not just because I put a, my kid's mattress against my wife's door to make sure she wouldn't hear me tonight. Uh, this is one of the first albums where I have not ever heard a single song off the album. And I'm never going to again. But I enjoyed this week of listening to it. I thought it was a good time. So there we go. Next up, we have my we have Bob Dylan when he went through what I call my wife phase. What's that phase? He decided to ditch what all the people liked and he went electric. <laughs> when you want to hear about the greatest albums of all time. Lots of batteries. Lots of batteries. If you want to hear from guys who chat and then they get off track. I mean, you can't have a battery charger right by your bed, right? Everybody knows that. did it better. You guys, I was actually actually following the congressional website. It turns out the 29th Amendment has passed. And it states, the bigger the cushion, the sweeter the pushing. (laughs) To thine own self, be true. (laughs) It's time to say goodbye. Hey, Luther, fuck my wife, please. (laughs) 